There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, I've got a mystery question for you listeners. 651-641-1071. We might have room for one more to answer the mystery question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. What's this question you speak of? Well, I did a very scientific uh, research study okay, the other so night when I was out to dinner. Oh, scientific even. It was very scientific. I interviewed some folks on something that I realized as I was sitting there. Um, you know what? Let's do this. Let's. I'm going to ask a question of our listeners uh, that have called in. Okay. I'm going to take some notes, and then we're going to see if it matches up with my hypothesis that I made during my previous <clears throat> okay. study. Sure. So we have a different sample now. Let's go to Trish. Trish is on the line. Trish, I need you to answer my mystery question. Okay, I'm Are ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Trish, it, there's like actually three questions. Okay. There is a friend of Big Bird on Sesame Street. He kind of looks like a woolly mammoth or maybe an elephant. He's brown and hair. Say his name again. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. All right, Trish. Do you remember a time when Snuffleupagus was only known by Big Bird? Hmm. Well, I'm 50, so I've been with Sesame Street from the very beginning, and I can't say I do Okay, remember that. I don't remember that. Trish, can you give me your age? 50. Oh, you just said that. Okay, thank you, mm-hmm. Trish. Thanks, Trish. Have a great day. Let's go Bye. to Carol. Hello, Carol. And Trish is just sitting there going, I don't yeah. know what I just did. What is the name of Big Bird's best friend? Snuffleupagus. Snuffle, did you say Snuffleupagus? Snuffle, I did. Okay, do you remember when only Big Bird knew about Snuffleupagus? I do. So I'm only 51, so I'm not much older than the first Okay. Carol. I do. He was an imaginary friend, wasn't he? At one point, yes. Thank you, Carol. Let's move on to Ginger. Ginger, same question. What is the name of Big Bird's best friend? Snuffleupagus. Okay. Do you remember when only Big Bird knew him? I do. And how old are you? 49. Okay. Thank you, Ginger and Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. Do you know the name of Big Bird's best friend? Yes, Snuffleupagus. And do you know, remember a time when only Big Bird knew Snuffleupagus? Yes, I do. Okay, and how old are you? I'm 56. Okay, 
Thank you, Chris. Okay, so you've asked the same question, and I would have answered the same, Snuffleupagus, and yes, I most certainly Mm -hmm. remember, because that's the whole point of Snuffleupagus, is that nobody else could see him, and then Big Bird would talk about seeing him, and they'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he'd be gone, and he was a big thing, and it was really like, oh, that's so funny. I realized the other night when I was out to dinner with my girlfriend that there is a very interesting thing that happened simultaneously, and it... I can't explain the why. I only know that it happened right around the same time that they decided to introduce Snuffleupagus Mm -hmm. to everybody. So all of the friends on Sesame Street knew Snuffleupagus was real. He was not imaginary any longer. Right around that time, there are people who don't remember or didn't know that ever he was imaginary, right? Around that same time, people started all simultaneously thinking his name is Snuffleupagus. Oh my God. With an F. Snuffleupagus. Well, that's not his name. Exactly. So. Also, um, that was 1985. Yep, exactly. When that happened. And so if you were watching. Now, Holly, when would you have been watching Sesame Street? Late 80s. Okay. So you never knew a time when Snuffleupagus wasn't known by everybody. That is correct. Okay. And what did you call him? Probably Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Without the P. Correct. Why, why do we think that people would I don't call him know that? the why, but I know that it is because my girlfriend said Snuffleupagus to me, and I said, that is not his name. She's 35. Okay. And I said, that is not his name. His name is Snuffleupagus. And she said, you're a liar. So we went to Google. Then we started talking to people in the restaurant. Okay, so let's go first, Holly, to there, there's one where I talked to two couples. They were each... One couple was in their late 20s and one was in their early 30s. Listen to this. How would you say Big Bird's best friend's name? Snuffleupagus. So that would be with an F. Snuffleup? Snuffleupagus. Okay, and you? Snuffleupagus. Okay, so also with an F. (laughs) Okay, how about this? Let me throw this out there. This might blow your mind. Do you remember that there was a time when only Big Bird knew about him? Everybody thought he was his imaginary friend. Mind blown. Right? <laughs> they had no idea. You didn't know that? Okay, here's another couple. I do vaguely. No, definitely. Okay, now I do need your age one more time. 33. 33? 33. Yep, no, we're 30. Oh, I don't know if you've seen this. We've checked our sources. We haven't. But this says Snuffle. Oh, it still says Pegasus. Yeah, it's okay. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> yeah, but, there was yeah. Another, but yeah. did you guys know that there was a time when only Big Bird knew about Snuffleupagus, and everybody else thought it was Big Bird's imaginary friend? Did you know that at the not. beginning of Sesame Street or something? I what mean, like mean? I mean, like, before I don't what? think I'm old enough to have watched the beginning of Sesame Street. Well, like, I'm not implying that. No, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> okay, quick question: How old are you? Um, twenty-seven. Okay. Twenty-nine. Okay. So you definitely did not know that. Okay. That's weird. I've never heard that before. That's the late thirties, early. Now I'm going to, now I'd like to, there's two more things I want you to listen to. Here are four women in their mid to late forties, two of whom are not from America. Okay. And they know of Sesame street. Here they are. Oh, did you guys watch Sesame street at all? Okay. Okay. The name of, Big Bird's best friend, 
Snuffleupagus. Yeah. My favorite kid. Yeah. Wait, say it again. The Long Island Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Wait, why did, where do you say Snuffleupagus. I know. Not Snuffleupagus. No, no. And not Snuffleupagus. No, Snuffleupagus. Yeah. Oh, Blakey's going up. No. Like, yes. Yeah. And do you remember a time when only, when only Big Bird fit? Yeah. Who's the imaginary friend or so people thought? Yeah. Just get oh, you yeah. I'm, I'm, no shame. I'm almost 46. I still remember that. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Turkey and I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Turkey and I know that, she says. That's so random. Now, I've never heard um, people say, I mean, I've heard snuffleupagus and it's usually just like, you know, people say paschetti. So that's wrong, but you know. They, it literally is this under 30, I'm going to say eight hmm. set. Now here's where, this is where it really came to crystallize for me. There was a table with two very young girls and an a, a, like a middle-aged man, yeah. okay? This is what they said. So you're going to hear two young girls and then a middle-aged man, okay. okay? I think we are. To the two young girls and then the middle-aged man. Did you guys watch Sesame Street? Yes. Yes? yes. A little bit? Hello. Do you guys know Big Bird? Yeah. Did he, do you remember his friend who was brown and hairy and he kind of looked like an elephant? Yeah. What was his name? Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus? Yeah. And how old are you guys? I'm eight, six. Eight and six. You guys are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. And are you dad? Yes. Okay. What was his name? Snuffleupagus. And do you remember a time when only Big Bird knew about Snuffleupagus? I do. <laughs> Isn't that the so, weirdest thing ever? I get the like not knowing or knowing because that happened in 1985. So yeah. if you saw it before, but the whole Uffagus, that's interesting to me. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. And it's like it all happened at the same time. Now, I also have tried to deepen my research by Googling Snuffleupagus, like how you would spell Snuffleupagus mm-hmm. in many different ways. Yeah. There's no, there's, there is a band called Snuffleupagus, but there is no mention of the fact that he is widely known as Snuffleupagus. His name is Snuffleupagus. And when you go and watch old videos of Snuffleupagus on Sesame Street, it is very clear that they say Snuffleupagus. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I wonder. I wonder if it's like they just can't pronounce it. It was like it all happened at the same time. Who knew? That's weird. I know. I just wanted to enlighten everybody. So just sit with that. If you have People any. We're going to be doing that around the house tonight. I know. Talk to everybody you know. And I swear to you, the cutoff is somewhere between like, I'm going to say 37, 38 and like 41. There's like a gray area in there where some people, you know, but it's the most bizarre thing. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Have fun with that. Now, when we come back. Sharon Osborne has some things to say, and uh, we agree with some of them and maybe not so much with others. She's talking about Meghan Markle's dad. She's an Osborne Pugless. What? I was trying to turn her name into Snuffleup. Oh, sorry. All right. When we come back, we'll tell you what she said and what we think about it after this on My Talk 107. So Sharon Osborne, you know, she's um, got a mouth and she talks yeah, with she it on a TV it. show. She does like to use it. Well, she got on the topic, on the talk, of 
Thomas Markle, the father of Meghan Markle, who recently married Prince Harry. And I just want to, I want you to listen to what she had to say and uh, see what you guys think about it. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer And uh, Sharon Osborne, host of The Talk, wife of Ozzy Osborne, um, had this to say about Thomas Markle, who has been speaking out recently, just did an interview with The Sun about his relationship with his daughter and how he wishes it was better. Embarrassed by her father. It's, you know, it's so obvious that, you know, you have a bad drinking problem. And it's really obvious that over the last few years, you haven't been very close with your daughter. Mm -hmm. And so all of this, like we were, like we used to be, it's like, nah, get yourself clean and sober and then come back. Ugh. And people are applauding that. Yes. I think it's fascinating. Okay, so listen, is Thomas Markle being kind of um Oh, he's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. Yeah. He's he's a he's doing something that's yeah. kind of gross. Gross and jerky and not really appropriate and breaks all kinds of boundaries, but you can say that I feel like. What do you feel like about her just outright calling saying it's obvious? That he has a drinking problem. Well, I mean, you know, again, I, I have probably alluded to the fact that people need to put down a bottle on occasion, but that generally is up to that person to decide. And I don't know that that like, I don't know how she knows that. Right. Like what's what information does she have that he has a drinking problem? I don't know that that's something we've talked about or people have constantly pointed out that he has a drinking problem. I know he likes to go to the CVS or the Walgreens and get his gas X and get his gas X. Uh, maybe he just likes to eat chips and be a jerk. I don't know. But yeah, she well, But again, put her into context. Right. Right. This is Sharon Osbourne. Mm-hmm. She just likes to say uncomfortable things. But I, yes, yes, yes. I, I I feel like that's not even like. I just feel like there's there's not an ounce of that that is helpful to anybody. Oh, no, of course not. It, She's both just... in the interpretation of what um, what addiction looks like, and to him, you know, to, now suddenly we've moved the ball, like. The feedback he should be getting is this isn't your what you're doing isn't going to get you where you want to be. Right. But now she's like moved the target. She's moved the ball. She's moved the conversation over to something that we have no context for that isn't compassionate or helpful to anybody. Yeah. I mean, and you can say jerky things like and she that's what she does for a living is just say, you know. She, I mean, and really, like, you're the person that wants to be giving other... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People family advice? I don't know if you really want to do that. It's I think you might want to focus right? on your own family. But again, she's just kind of a firebrand, so that doesn't surprise me. But it's when you... When you um, bring somebody's you know drinking behavior into it without it's not like there's been a public struggle with alcohol on the part of 
Mr. Markle. So if that was the case, then sure, like every celebrity, that person is fair game. And, you know, I would feel maybe less comfortable diagnosing somebody with a problem um, or unless maybe he's talked about his problem. I don't think so. And in fact, according to the article that you're linking to um, his, you know, friends and, and the people around him are, you know, upset that she said that because it's not true. Mm hmm. Right. And furthermore, I mean, yes. And I think what's frustrating about that is she does. It's not like she has some sort of personal relationship or she's been personally affected by his behavior or his dependence on a substance. She's speculating. But but when she says it with that kind of authority, it doesn't sound to people yeah, like speculation because his daughter married a british person she's got opinions yeah but again, it's so bizarre she is a person who has all sorts of uncomfortable opinions i mean her husband talk about addiction issues right again she might just want to focus on healing her own family before she starts trying to take down other people well and maybe this is one of those cases of somebody i mean she's surrounded by people who have struggled with addiction, because I think um, her son, Jack, has had a public struggle. I feel like Kelly has alluded in the past to a personal uh, relationship. Um, but, like, has she gone drinking with Mr. Tom, Markle? Exa- that's yeah. exactly my point. It's like, she, but so she's, like, feels free to, like, diagnose everybody. Yeah. It's, just don't listen to that, okay, people? I'm not, you know, he's being an ASS, but come on. Uh, speaking of ASSs, more of those after this with Crazy <laughs> Stupid Idiots on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is the very generous Bradley <laughs> trainer who has. Something he would like to gift a listener. I would. Oh, my God. I forgot. We've got tickets to give away. A pair of tickets to see Hairball. That's Hairball with special guest Kat Perkins at the Minnesota Snipe Fire. Yay. If you want to get those tickets, be caller number three. And with no further ado, 651-641-1071. Now we must present you a crazy stupid idiots. Hi. Well, then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... Florida. 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 No, we're going to Thibodeau, Louisiana. And I want to tell you about a a man named uh, Christian Palacios. He's 24 years old. Mm -hmm. And he did something recently that earned some crazy stupid idiot status. Hence, that's why he is. That's why we find him here. He uh, wanted to see if he had any. uh, Well, let's put it this way. Now, I'm going to I'm going to approach the story this way. He called 911 Mm -hmm. for something that will change your life forever. Bad chicken? No, he did not have a piece of bad chicken. I feel like we had that one yesterday and maybe the day before. Yeah. There's a lot of bad chicken going around. No, Christian Palacio said, you know, I feel like I've done some things in my life that probably weren't legal and maybe that's led to a warrant or two. So I should probably call that 911 business and see if they've got any word on, 
if I'm a wanted man or not. Oh, no, 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 nope, nope, nope. So doing that's not the same as like if you, for example, have borrowed a book from the library and you want to know if you have fines on it, you call and then they tell you what your fine is. And then you just sort of like go on with your life and you maybe return it and do or yeah. don't pay the fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, Turns but out, when you call 911. Well, 911, what's your emergency? Yeah. Is usually what they ask you. Mm-hmm. So turns out that was a non emergency call because they said, um, Are you on fire? And he said, No. And they said, Well, uh, is somebody trying to kill you? No. He said, um, I just want to know if I have any warrants. Turns out he didn't. However, <laughs> he did misuse 911 and therefore. Was arrested. Oh. Actually, he um he was issued a misdemeanor summons for unlawful use of the nine one one system. Which am I keeping you? On? Sorry about that. The violation carries up to five hundred dollar fines and as much as thirty days in the parish jail. That's a Louisiana term, not like he's gonna perish. Oh, okay, jail. I was like, wow, they have that parishes is... there instead of counties. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't do we are we all clear yet on what 911 is for? Yes. What is 911 for? Emergencies. That's, Although you I get know. mixed messages. I will say because sometimes I've been like I saw something and they're like, just call 911. And you're like, yeah, but I kind of feel like if I'm not on fire or somebody's not trying to kill me, I shouldn't call. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? I see where you are. And I don't want to get arrested. I see where you see the gray area. Uh, shall I do a quiz for you, Bradley? Sure. Okay. Okay. You see somebody across the street mm-hmm. who you don't recognize looking in the windows of your neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. It's not a UPS worker, though, it's, right? And they're not, they're not in a uniform. They do not have identification on them. What do you do? Call nine one one. You can call nine one one on that oh, one. Okay. okay, Bradley. How about this one? Let's try this. Okay, you are on the couch watching Doctor Who, and you'd like a Lacroix, and it's in the refrigerator, and Jamie's not home, so you don't feel like getting it. <sighs> but you're really thirsty. Is that like a three one one thing? Are you mm-hmm. dehydrated? Though? Yeah. Oh, true. Fair point. Am mm-hmm. I? Dehydrated. You've checked, is my pee yellow? If my pee is yellow, can well, I? Well, you're too lazy to go to the bathroom, but you've checked your skin turger and you know you're fine. Turger? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a word. Yeah. Okay. So you've checked your skin turger. You're fine. You're not dehydrated. No. You're just lazy. Can't call nine one one. Exactly. Okay. Good. 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 Um, somebody is running toward you. With a knife, and they're screaming, I'm gonna stab you. What do you do? That's call 911. Good job. Yeah. See, I actually See, think okay. that you've All got right. this down. Okay. I think you're a lot more keen than you think you are, Bradley. Okay. I believe in you. Good deal. All right. Uh, now I'd like to go to Memphis. Shall we go to Memphis? Like to go to Memphis. Let's walk in Memphis. Uh, Saturday night, uh, a very important reunion happened. It's exciting when Dolly this happens. Dolly Parton and uh, what's the other guy's name? Kenny Rogers? Yeah. No, not that Islands one. in the stream. Uh, <laughs> that is, by the way, my go-to karaoke song. It's also with my husband. what Dolly Parton calls herself when she's lying down in the bathtub. Well done. <laughs> well done. 
No, actually, this is not a very famous reunion, uh, but a reunion nevertheless. You know how this goes. Here's what happened. Kelton Griffin, he's 21. He reached out to Faith Pugh. He remembered, yeah, he remembered her from high school and he thought, hmm, I wonder what that beautiful Faith Pugh is up to. Reached out to her uh, out of the blue, asked her on a date. She said yes. Sweet, right? Nice reunion. The two of them, uh, he showed up at her house to pick her up. Problem, he didn't have a car. She was like, that's fine. I'll drive. So she drove. They stopped at a gas station. He said, will you run inside and grab me a cigar? She was like, sure, of course. She ran inside to get a cigar. Guess what? He drove off with her car. Oh, wow. That's awkward. Drove off with her Volvo. Um, her what? Her Volvo. Oh, okay. Her Volvo. Thank you. Uh, he drove off with her Volvo. So she then uh, used her car's GPS to try to track the darn car down, uh, along with the cops, who she called to aid her. That was a 911 situation. Yep, you can call me. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and this is where it goes from bad to worse. Okay. Like, so he stole her car. He was sort of enterprising in the sense that he, you know, hooked up with a lady he knew mm-hmm. and took her car. So he knew there would be a car, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, kind of enterprising. Um, but where they found him is what makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. They found him in his car or in her car at the drive in movie theater where he was necking. That means making out in yeah. 50s terms with another lady. He stole one date's car to take another gal wow, on a date. Smooth move. Yeah. No. Also turned out that the other girl who was in the car at the drive-in with Mr. Kelton was Faith Pugh's god sister. Faith Pugh has a god sister? I know. So they were not only, like, not only did he go on two dates in the same night and steal one girl's car to go on the other one, they, the girls knew each other. Do you think that um, when Faith Pugh goes to church, she's... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Pew pew. Should I pew make a pew? Can I make it even? Can I add more insult to the injury? Yeah. Guess who paid for the drive in date? Faith Pew. Exactly. Wow. Good old Faith Pew. You can have faith in Faith Pew. <laughs> uh, can I, what? Can I tell you about something? I bet her parents really wanted to make her like have P? a very, no, just have a very like religious name with the last name Pew. Yeah. Faith. I bet her middle name is like prayer. Faith Prayer Pew. Prayer Pew. Okay, sorry. Church go on. Pew. Church It'd Pew. Have to be church yeah, pew. Faith Church Pew. How about just Pew Pew? Pew Pew. Mm-hmm. Well, if she gets married to like her cousin, she could be a Pew Pew. Mrs. <laughs> pew true. Pew. All right. I want to tell you about a guy. Uh, we need to go to Pennsylvania. And I want to tell you about Clayton. I don't know. That's not in the South, but Mm-mm. 23-year-old Clayton Coleman. Okay. He was in the area of Terry Hill Road mm-hmm. in Upper Paxton on July 23rd at 2.29 in the a.m. Ain't nothing good happen at 2.29 in the a.m. in Upper Paxton. Everybody okay. knows that. Yeah, there's a lot of Lower Darby in Upper Paxton. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, Police were called. Why? Well, Why? because Mr. Coleman was walking around that area. Okay, was this a, an appropriate call to the police or no? 
Well, yes, it was an appropriate call because it was 2.29 in the a.m. So you see a strange Mm -hmm. man out walking Mm -hmm. in Terry Hill Road, right? Like, oh, Mm -hmm. he doesn't look like he belongs there for one obvious reason. He's dressed as a hot dog. Well, no, but you can see his His hot hot dog. dog. Uh Uh-oh. He was Holly. He was naked. I was waiting for Holly. Oh, he was naked. Was he doing something with the hot dog? Is that well, what you're saying? He was walking naked down the road, and the only reason I suggest you get your finger on that, Holly, is because <laughs> because when police uh, confronted Mr. Coleman, they were like, "What are you doing, sir?" And because they have a hernia over in the upper packs in place, does. they have to lift heavy mm-hmm. objects. Uh, he his response to them was. I'm just partying hard. Yes. And that's why he was naked. He informed them he was, quote, partying hard and that that's why he was naked. Apparently, Mr. Coleman, shock, also has active warrants out. uh, And he was also shock, by that I mean none whatsoever, under the influence of alcohol Mm. and controlled substances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the t-shirt says, stuff happens when you party naked. It's true. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows that. 229 in Upper Paxton. Mm -hmm. Looking for a lower Darby. All right. When we come back, it is 245, which means only one thing. It is time for the throwback live. We will play after this on my talk 1071. All right, 245 means only one thing on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and it is time for the throwback live. It's time for the Festivus feats of strength. Actually, it's time for the throwback live. At 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must break you. Win just one for the Kimber. Bradley Trainer versus Bradley. Oh, too early. Party In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And now, your Don't host, touch my face. Holly Roberts. It's time for Thursday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at one, or excuse me, 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out Colleen! their names. I did it. I won. No, I, I mean, won. I did it like five No, but ago. there wasn't a time for it yet. It, mm. Now it's time. And so I said my name and now I win. Well. You're cute. Yeah. I know. Thank you. The, I mean, you know. Just want to let you know for, before we start today's game, Bradley like to inform the public yes on where we stand in the total victory tally of the throwback yes. live at 245 yes. now yes. bradley you have 41 total victories yes colleen lindstrom has 46 yes. 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 i did it better. so let's see who wins today's throwback live at 245 trainer Let's start the game. Now, Colleen Bradley, yes. I want you to please correctly identify the following pop culture audio clip. Winter is coming. Colleen, Colleen. that is Game of Thrones. Damn it! I don't even watch that show, and I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. 
Now, a recent vintage, considering the show is still on the air, but uh, it did start all the way back in 2012, and that yeah, was a long time that ago. Works, that works so, for me. Yeah, totally. All right, Colleen mm-hmm. has one point. Bradley, you have yet to score, but it's still anybody's game. Mm, but it's mostly mine. Not really, actually. Mostly would mean the majority of, mm-hmm. but we've had That's one out of five okay, questions. Okay, actually, so. really, it's my game. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're just playing fine game it. it is, Holly. Oh, oh thank you, Bradley. You're welcome. Uh, moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Mm-hmm. Colleen, mm-hmm. Bradley, please correctly identify this. Could it be Perfect trainer. Bradley? That is Dana Carvey oh and um, the church lady. Satan! Yeah, let's play uh, the whole thing for the folks at home. Could it be Satan? Mm. Could be i'm not sure Mm. why are you looking in the mirror again (laughs) (laughs) ah the game is tied one to one now bradley trainer has one point (laughs) colleen lindstrom also has another point Mm -hmm. in the throwback live at 245 let's play our third vintage pop culture audio clip colleen bradley yes please correctly identify this piece of vintage audio when it comes to what bradley that is uh, that is Maury Povich. You are oh, yes! not the father. Sir, police. <laughs> Jose, you are not. <laughs> yes, wow. I was just a random guest on the Maury show over the mm-hmm. years. I love Mopo. He Mopo. Not the father. All you right, don't Bradley. Love him enough, do you? Because you lost that point. That's okay. She still could win the game, technically. It's no. true. So. She did it yesterday. No, didn't do that yesterday. Oh, Sorry. Got that wrong. Can oh. I get an extra point for that? Thanks. It's not how it works. Bradley yeah, no, Turner. Sorry. <laughs> Bradley. You don't get to win by losing. Yeah. Bradley has two points in the throwback live at 245. Colleen has one point. Now, Bradley, if you can guess this next vintage pop culture audio clip correctly, you win today's throwback live at 245. Colleen, you can still stay in the game. Mm-hmm. Colleen, mm-hmm. Bradley, mm-hmm. please correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley? That is Harry Potter? Uh, Can I hear it one more time? I think I know, but I don't want to say it wrong. Go, please. That is Hook. Yes! Bangarang! With the Lost Boys and Robin Williams as Peter Pan. All right, Colleen is still in the game. I'm going to do it! Yes! All right, so let's move on to our fifth vintage pop culture okay. audio let's clip. Let's All right, move right along. move right along. Colleen Bradley, mm-hmm. please correctly identify this piece of vintage pop culture audio. Bradley Turner. Bradley. <laughs> Flintstone vitamins? <laughs> Flintstones, America's favorite. You cheated. He cheated. That was how a did cheat. I cheat? I don't know how you cheated, but how did you know that and not oh even God. a note? I thought you were going to get it for sure. How do you play that again? Wait, let's play it and then pause it where Bradley got it. Yeah, no, the, no, it was 
We are is all you got. We are Flintstone kids. A million strong, strong and growing. Okay, no, Key no. change. We are Flintstone kids. I would like a tiebreaker. Okay, so this um, is the actually, second day. No, we need that to you do. You can't accept reality. Yeah, we need to do the following. Uh huh. For Bradley Trainer because he won today's Throwback Live at two forty-five. And good news for you, Bradley. You got that piece of vintage pop culture audio correct because today's prize is a lifetime supply of stale, expired Flintstones multivitamins for kids. Oh my god! Yum. You didn't get that on video, hopefully. Um, No, it's on video. (laughs) The uh, Spider-Man chewable vitamins. No, we didn't do that at my house. Um, I overdosed on those as a child. You did? Yeah. What happened? Nothing, because they're 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 nothing. They're just but like sugar. how? But the, what does an overdose look like? Could you just not poo for like a week or two? Or? I don't remember, but I do remember thinking I was going to die and telling my mother, and she was like, "Um, you're fine. Oh. Go yeah. back and watch your cartoons. You'll be okay." I used to eat the Flintstones vitamins as a treat, and they were really tart, and then they would feel weird in the back of your mouth. Good okay. story. Good story. Thank you for sharing. I also ate a whole pack of dentine gum when I was little. Didn't oh my work God. Out I'm learning well. so much. Mm-hmm. You had fresh breath. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for playing. And, uh, well, thank you for playing. You did a fine job there, Bradley. Yeah. Congratulations. Wow. Let me change. It. Bradley, he is at, what, 42? Yeah. 42. Yeah. Colleen, you're still in the lead at You're 46. in my sights, lady. All right. Hey, Donnie. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. You two are a, a model of sportsmanship. Just want Thank to you. I, I think Thank that's you. a compliment. Yeah, sure it is. Thank yeah. you. Um, well, Donnie, uh, yeah. Now we will leave the studio in your capable hands. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you for um, showing up. Yeah. Like you do. Sure. We just don't have time to talk about him, about anything else. So I know. there That's you okay. go. We Bye. love you, Donnie. Thank you. Lori and Julia coming up next. Colleen and Bradley out. Peace. Talk to you tomorrow. My Talk 1071. Everything. Hey, Vasquez. Have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Entertainment.